0: Welcome back to another episode of the Believe in NFL Draft Prospects podcast. I'm Joe DeLeon here with Ryan Roberts. We are wrapping up our wide receiver week, talking about our final pairing of receivers, that being Zay Flowers from Boston College and Josh Downs from North Carolina. We're going to compare the two as we've been doing so far. If you missed any of the other comparisons, go back and check them out. We have done quarterbacks, we've done running backs, and then eventually next week we've got tight ends coming up. Ryan how are we doing today on this wonderful Friday?
1: Good, man. I'm glad to get away from wide receivers so people can stop blowing our comments up on, on YouTube. You know, can't if, wait.
0: If we really want to set the world on fire, we'll say that Michael Mayer is not that good, but I don't think either of us have the stomach people, for that.
1: People are already saying it, Joe. It's no. disgusting. No.
0: Are people really <laughs> saying that Michael Mayer is not good? Well, all
1: right. Maybe not. All right. Not good is hyperbolic, right? But I mean, there has been several mock drafts where he's not even the first tight end off the board.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> there was, and not to throw
1: a PFF under the bus because I'm really not trying to harp on them right now, but they had him as the third tight end off the board, Joe. Not over, even in the first rounds. They had under they, who? they they had the kid from LSU, uh, the kid from Georgia, Gilbert, that was transferred from LSU, Stop. Eric Gilbert, and then Jaheem Bell. From South Carolina was the like second tight end off the board. Who's like a who's
0: gonna six, be the backup to Austin Stockner?
1: He's also 6'3, 230 pounds as like a big slot tight end, but yeah. Uh-huh. Analytics, Sad.
0: man. Analytics, man. We analytics. love the analytics, yes. analytics yes. And stats. And they're gonna hate, <laughs> they're gonna hate Zay Flowers, who we're gonna talk about today, because he was not getting a lot of touches. And we're gonna explain some of the reasons why you should not be sleeping on Zay Flowers. Before we get to that though, Folks, I want to tell you about Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Last night, I went two for three. I made me a little bit of cash. I picked. Uh, Who did I pick? I picked the, the the Hurricanes. I also got the Oilers pick right. Made a mistake on the Angels though. But if you want to be like me, have a little fun. While you're watching these games, when you're out at the bars with your friends, it makes it a little bit more entertaining. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA and NHL playoffs, Major League Baseball fights, and even next season's NFL futures. online is your continued source for all of your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started, so head to their website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus. On your first deposit, bet online where the game starts. All right, Ryan. So I want to start with Zay Flowers because I watched Josh Downs first, and at times I liked him. And I was going into watching Zay Flowers with a a predetermined notion on him because I looked through his stats and I made the 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 mistake. Why did you do that? Of judging him off the stats. And I think Zay Flowers is a perfect example. Of a guy who is not going to get enough attention because of what he did last year, because of the circumstance. You can't always get the correct indication on how good a player can be based on their production. Zay Flowers, man, is really, really freaking good. He was in an offense that, frankly, looked like they didn't entirely know how to use him most of the time, but were really, he was hampered the most not having Phil Dracovic most of the year. And when he did have Phil Dracovic throwing to him, it was when he was half healthy and he had somewhat of a noodle arm because he was injured and could barely get the ball to him. Zay Flowers, though, man, I'm excited to see what he does with a healthy Dracovic because that dude was open often. He has suddenness in his cuts. The one thing I got to say for a small, shifty receiver, very fast receiver, he cuts on a dime. Like I, I was very, very excited watching him cut. He doesn't lose any momentum. And that, to me, I think was one of the biggest takeaways from watching him. Yeah, he's – first and foremost,
1: Joe, I need, to, I need to go off on a slight tangent before we start and actually into this slate yes. say flowers because of something that you just said. I hope everyone, as they dig deeper into the quarterback class for 2023, comes to this video to understand how to pronounce the name Jerkovic because I have heard it said wrong oh, 98 God percent of the time the <laughs> NFL draft now I, I've heard Jerkovic, Jerkovic. I'm like no Jerkovic, man. Jerkovic. oh Jerkovic's a good one too yeah yeah I've heard that one as well so Phil Jerkovic That's is your the boy name of the quarterback I, yeah I liked him a lot when he was at Notre Dame and then still looking like him now so yeah he's gonna be an interesting player to watch um for Zay <clears throat> who his name is actually Zavian Kavon Flowers by the way just wanted to throw that out there and Joe quick quick fact about him I saw on his uh on his bio he has 13 siblings, 13 siblings. Yes. What? 13 siblings. Yeah. It says he has
0: 13 siblings. Mm-hmm. And, and no, no comment. That's a lot. That's, <laughs> That's a lot of siblings, <laughs> man. That's a lot of siblings. Um, so
1: <laughs> what I love about Zay flowers, let's start with the love for a second. Yep. And I need to patronize you for a second, sir. Cause you never look at the stat sheet before you watch okay. the film. You watch the film first. Then you go look at the stats. Here, here, stuff.
0: here. Here's my reasoning. Yeah, why I look at the stats. I, okay. I just pull up their stats because we have a limited number of games that we can use. We don't have access to tw- all 22 mm-hmm. tape on every single game. So I go through the stats. I look at the mm-hmm. stats and I go, okay, which games do I want to watch? And I did. I look for a game where a guy had, um, because I've only been watching two per prospect right now because it's it's summer scouting. I look for a game where a guy had a like a mediocre game and then a really good game. The, that's how I've been going about it. It's so you're, not- lo- you're looking at game
1: logs. You're looking at
0: game logs. I guess I, I I, I all- am, which is not the best approach, but I'm just trying to save myself time because usually you can kind of find... Which, which, but that that was tough for Zay Flowers because yeah. he, a lot of these games, he was only getting like four or five catches at the most.
1: Right, right. Yeah, now he... It got ugly, man. When Dracova got hurt, I mean, because they started the year on fire. I know it was against Colgate his first game, but, I mean, him and Zay were just fantastic that game. And then Drakova gets hurt, and then they have a backup that's not very good. And then Drakova comes back, and it's just obviously he should not have probably come back at all, honestly. Like, he just looked hampered and, and injured still. Zay for me, man. He is about as dynamic in the open field as I have seen. I mean, his vision in the open field is fantastic. He's equally as quick as he is fast. I mean, I've seen him take the top off of defense, running backside posts, and having enough game speed. I, I'd say that this kid's a four-four flat type of dude, right? Like he's he's fast. you don't know,
0: think he's maybe I I feel like he has like a tiny bit more juice than like just like, like, a, like four, a high three,
1: four three. Yeah, four three eight, maybe. I, I can accept that. I can accept that. Yeah. I, I would say Four three eight to four four two. So I'd say four four give or take a couple tenths mm. of a second. So yeah, yeah. I mean, either way, though, the kick can burn. There's no question. But the best part of him, in my opinion, is this is a short to intermediate separator that can make people miss in the open field. He is a dynamic player after the catch. So that is the best part to say Flowers. You didn't always get to see the best parts because of the context to why he wasn't the guy all the time, right? So There are things that I would like to see him continue to get better at because he's a slot-only type. I mean, he's going to be – he's listed at, what, 5'10", 170-something. So he's going to be be 5'9", 170-something pounds, which is fine. But he's going to be a slot-only, which is fine because he has the stuff in the open field that makes guys look silly in space. So you can manufacture some touches for him. I don't think his ball skills are great. That was like my biggest hang-up. I didn't think his hands were fantastic. I thought they were okay, but there were spurts of – double catches and a couple of drops. And there's things to, to to consider there. But, I mean, going back to last cycle, Joe, when he was a junior coming into that season, I had a second-round grade on him in the summer. So I'm a fan of Zay Flowers. If he gets the rapport back with Phil Dracovic and Dracovic's able to put out a full year, I think this kid's a day-two player all all day. Like I, I think he has that. In today's game that manufactures and takes advantage of space so much, I think he's the perfect player for that.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that sentiment. Somewhere early day two is going to make a lot of sense, especially for a team that's that's looking for a, a field stretcher. And if if Wandel Robinson went as early as he did, uh, I I think that that Zay Flowers is more exciting of a player than Wandel Robinson was. Like I, I think you yeah. get a little bit more out of him. Um, and, and talking on the hands, I did notice that at times the games I watched, I didn't get as many of those drops. I mm-hmm. will give him credit where I gave him the nod over Josh Downs, who we'll talk about in a, in just a second. Uh, mm-hmm. I give him more credit for being able to – Contort his body a little bit better and readjust to the football than Josh Downs. Like there were, there was one play in particular where who was the backup quarterback that they had him blanking on his name. What was a, it? it's like Geisel or something, right? Yeah. You know? yeah. I, like I told you that I didn't mind watching him when I watched. Um, I, I thought it was a game that Dracovic was in, but it wasn't him. And I started watching him and I was like, Oh, this guy looks fine. But the games I watched with him in, um, Again, he is terrible. But there was this one play where he completely underthrew flowers, and flowers had to come back to the football and then make a catch on the sideline. Like that was something that I was like, wow, like you know, he he cut quickly. He had to come back. He contorted his body. He readjusted and he made a catch on the sideline. Like that was a nice play on his part. And I think it's something that he's capable of doing. Um, but I didn't really catch the hands thing. Maybe it was just because of the games that I I, I watched. His name is Grossel, G-R-O-S-E-L, is. Dennis Gro- Grossel,
1: Grossel. Grossel, I don't know how to pronounce probably. it, yeah. But, yes, the game – He man, I, I put a, I put a tweet up maybe a month or two ago. Um, actually, no, maybe it was before the draft because it was still, is Zay Flowers going to declare? Is he going to go back to school? Obviously, he ended up going back to school. But, man, I just felt like every game I saw – He's wide open, just separating deep, and then it's an overthrow or it's an underthrow, and it's cool. a missed opportunity, man. And I mean, the kid's dynamite. He averaged 17 yards of catch last year, and he's he's a really talented player. If he's able to put it all together, being a more consistent hands catcher, because I, I just think it's the body type, right? I mean, he's a smaller guy. He doesn't have mm-hmm. a massive frame. It's, it's letting balls get into his frame a little bit, which is tough sometimes for smaller receivers that don't have the long levers. But I really like – I really like Zay Flowers a lot, Zavian Flowers. I think that he has a lot of stuff that works t- in today's game. I think he's a better player than you said, uh, Wandale Robinson. I would say he's a better player. I would say he's a better receiver than Kadarius Toney that went in the first round.
0: Oh, yeah, 100%. So, yeah, 100%. That was one of the biggest overdrafts on a player. Hey, see, the one thing that I, I, I was thinking about when I was watching him, is if Jahan Dotson could go as early as he did, I, I, I would not be shocked. If it all depends on when the run on receiver starts, which probably will always be earlier than we anticipate. Mm-hmm. It happened last year. Um, I, I would not be shocked if if he's somebody who who sneaks into the first round because of some type of a run on receivers. Because again, like Jahan Dotson's good, but like where would you compare? I didn't want evaluate Dotson. Where would you compare yeah. these two? Because they're kind of similar in, in terms of being smaller, fast receivers.
1: I know Dotson tested really well in in like the, you know, four fours and he's a good athlete. I think Zay Flowers is just a better athlete than Dotson, but I do think Dotson's a more advanced receiver right now, right? Like I think he's a better route runner. I think he's a more consistent, consistent hands catcher. That was one thing about Dotson that surprised me, man, was despite technically being a smaller receiver, he had massive hands and he did not drop anything. Like he had some great, great hand strength. So I think they're different players. But to your point, I don't think that Zay Flowers' ceiling is going the 16th overall selection next year. But I wouldn't be shocked if he sneaks into the end of the first round because this kid is a dynamic weapon. I mean, he was such a good athlete. I I think his freshman year, Joe, if I remember correctly, they ran the he ran the ball like 27 times that year and and averaged over seven yards a carry. Like they just want to get him the ball in space. Like that's what his thing is. And yeah, I. I can't speak enough about him, man, because I, I really do think that he has all the upside to he can do the gadget stuff, but I think there's stuff as a natural receiver that he can do as well. He needs to round everything out, but he's a very good athlete right now for Boston College.
0: And talking about a, a gadget player, man, Josh Downs, I think, fits that description very, very well. So like, I, I started watching him, and you guys, you and Alex were, were clowning me like, oh, you guys are going gonna to love Josh Downs because I told you I love fast receivers. I ended up loving Zay Flowers more, which you probably could have guessed that. Uh, but you guys wanted to clown me for liking Josh Downs. I like Josh Downs. He's a fine receiver. Um, and I started watching him, and I I watched him fire off the ball. I'm like, holy crap, this kid is fast. Like he is really, really fast. Uh, yeah. You know, kind of like the 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 quote that you always get talking about smaller receivers that are, are quick is like kind of looks like a hamster when he's running because his just legs are moving so quickly. But then I there were a, a bunch of plays in the first game that I watched. Just watching him drop easy easy catches, it's just like, oh come on, man! I wanted to I wanted to be excited about watching you. The the hands are a problem. The, it's very you very. Think so. I think so. The, there was which, one which play, play where they. they
1: what, what game did you watch that where the hands were the problem? Just curious. Just how uh, it went general
0: curiosity. I'm blanking on the first one that I watched. Maybe okay, no worries. no worries. Florida no worries. Just State, but there was one play where. I see, like talking about him being a, a gadget player, they put him in the backfield, they bring him in motion, they do all the fun stuff you get with a small, fast receiver. There was a play where he was in the backfield and he ran an angle route and he's wide open, ball hits him in the hands, he drops it. There was another play, and I forget if it was the same game or a different game or not, where he's cutting towards the sideline. Not a great throw by Sam Howell, but it's in a position where a good receiver with good hands is going to make that catch and is going to complete it on the sideline. And I I watched him completely fumble that one, just dropped in and out of his hands, and he runs out of bounds, no completion there. I don't know, the inconsistencies... I'm not saying he's horrible and like he's undraftable because of his hands. He's certainly not. But it was noticeable at times that his hands could definitely be better. That's
1: interesting. I I feel like maybe we watched different games because I didn't really see any instances of drops on film. So maybe... We we may have just watched different games, so I'll have to go take a me, little bit of I'll a deeper st- dive. I'll tell you uh, which ones I watched, but continue. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sounds good. Um I think we're gonna have a big difference on this one, honestly. I think I feel like we saw Zay Flowers pretty similarly. Yeah, dude, I love I love Josh Downs. I, I like would.
0: him t- I like him too. It's just a hand thing was what I was caught up on. I would I would draft him before Zay Flowers. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, what's your what's
1: your reasoning? Wow, I was not expecting that. I think I think that he's on par athletically to Zay Flowers. I think they'll test relatively around the same. He's explosive. They're relatively the same size. I think that he understands how to manipulate people a little better in coverage. Like I don't think that he's even better after the catch per se. Even though I think he's good in that regard too. Mm -hmm. But I just think he's a more much more natural receiver. I think he's a clearer separator. I. I don't know, man. I, I just think that everything from the wide receiver perspective is just a little better than it is with Zay Flowers right now. I think there's rawness to Zay as a receiver. I don't think there's rawness to Josh Downs as a receiver. I think that he knows how to run routes. I think he knows how to manipulate. I mean, there's some plays where he just puts guys in the blender, man, and gets, yeah. and gets wide open. Like, he's he's got some route-running prowess, and he's got some huge upside in that regard. And the games that I saw, and this is why you know I want to go back and di- dive a little deeper – I didn't see a hands problem, and I saw some natural ability to adjust in the air. I mean, the game against Notre Dame, they couldn't cover him, man like they couldn't. I mean, we're going to talk about Cam Hart probably in the cornerback week, who I think has big upside as a corner. Man, they he took he took his lunch money that game. Josh Downs, they they could not do anything with him. They really couldn't. So I don't know. I I don't. Maybe this is my biggest difference with Zay, right? Zay, I think, is a pure slot type. Okay, like I think he's going to be that guy. Manipulate space, quick game, RPO yak guy, right? And he has some ability to separate deep too. So, right, dynamic slot player. I think Josh Downs could play Z. I think he could play outside a little bit. I think he could play slot cuz I think he just has more physicality to him. I think he's a more natural separator. And I'm always going to value the guys that I think can do multiple things as far as alignments. If I think that they dominate at multiple things, right? So maybe that's just a bias for me, but I don't know. I love, I left kind of preferring downs, not by it. I mean, it's not by a ton, but I just think that there's a clearer path to him being a really successful wide receiver than Zay
0: flowers. I want to say it was, I know for a fact, I watched the NC state game. I want to say that the other one was Florida state. Which games did you watch of him? Uh, let me pull I up my notes. Down. I, I gotta, I, I'm got. i such an idiot. I got to start writing more stuff down. Um, You're fine. I'm relatively thorough in the notes, but I, I, I should be marking which games I'm watching of him. But I, I understand all those points. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing that I kind of took away, I, I don't, I, I mean, I think the play strength is fine, but the one thing that I got from him and how mm-hmm. North Carolina used him at times they were you know they were putting him in motion and putting him in the backfield because I felt like they were trying to do that to get him open easier and I don't know if because of that I was making an assumption that it was because they were worried he couldn't get open maybe that was a misjudgment on my part but like I mean regardless the kid's really freaking fast he's very very talented he is somebody who I think goes to a team that loves to uh, get creative with with motion and placement of rec- of receivers, he is going to be a serious weapon. And I know the cliche answer to that is you know saying the San Francisco 49ers, like I think you put him on the 49ers or like the Chiefs, like he is going to be an absolute problem. The Chiefs draft Sky Moore, so they're probably not going to take Josh Downs. But mm-hmm. if, I think if you stick him into like a really old school offense that that doesn't like to get creative with that stuff it's going to be really boring to watch him in the nfl but if you end him put him in a situation where he can get moved around a ton like i think that he is an absolute weapon more so than zay flowers like you're talking about um Mm -hmm. but he is he is really really freaking explosive so the two games i watched so I watched a Notre Dame game
1: just in, like live, obviously, but they, yeah. we don't have any All-22 film of that one. So I, I literally
0: watched, watched that live. I
1: was there for yeah. that game. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That's funny. Yeah. Um, so I watched Virginia Tech, which was the first game of the season, and then I watched Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh had a corner named Demari Mathis that was drafted, I think, fourth round this year. So I wanted to see him kind of match up against them. And he had a one of the quieter games of the season against Pitt. I mean, he still had 95 yards and eight catches, but – I mean, there were some games. He had 142 against Notre Dame. He had 121 against um Florida State, 168 against Duke, 203 against Virginia, and he had the 123 in the opener against Virginia Tech. So I tried to space it out a little bit, but I wanted to see him against a guy that may be a that, that is an NFL corner in Demari Mathis. So I would have loved to rewatch that Notre Dame game, though, because that was the one that kind of sold me on him just watching him live. But again, gonna go back and watch a little more because if there are some instances of of bad hands on film and some drop issues that, that is something to be noted. And that would change my opinion on him a little bit. Cause right now I kind of think of him as a sure hand catcher. And if he's not, mm-hmm. then that changes my evaluation a little bit. So
0: let, let me double check if it was the NC state game, but I, I think, I think you should watch that one. And then maybe, maybe your perception might change a little bit, but to, to yeah. wrap up, we've kind of already indicated where we sit on both these guys. Would you, cause on the note that you're talking about here, would say flowers where he could go. Would you take Josh Downs in the first round? I would think about it. Yeah, I mean he's probably going to have a.
1: Again, I've not fully graded these guys. This is just off a general first watch, but so I haven't done a prelim on them. I I I would just judging by how I usually grade, I would assume that Downs would have an early two for me. So he would have borderline first first to second round grade, and Zay would probably have roughly the same. But I just. I don't know. I, I feel like even if it ends up being like, let's say it's a tie, which doesn't happen very often, but let's say it's a tie for a grade. I would defer to Josh Downs first, just because
0: I think he can do a little more. So what, how do your rankings look right now? If you had to just kind of loosely, because I know you haven't formulated like yeah. a legit rankings, but like if you just loosely threw out rankings of the guys that we have watched so far, number
1: one that I have seen is boute I liked Boutte the most. Um, man after that it gets it gets it gets, it gets like okay. very packed together I mean I think Jackson Smith and Jigba Josh Downs and Quinton Johnston would all be very close for me so um if they all had the same grade again I would defer to probably the bigger player to be honest I mean I'd probably go with Quinton Johnston but they're both roughly late late one early twos in my opinion while I think Boutet is a late first not two like he's a Clear late first rounder for me. So that's how I would kind of rank them. And then you're debating Zay Flowers versus A.T. Perry and and that type of group. I, I haven't watched enough Jordan Addison yet. That's the one guy that I I have thoughts on him because I've watched a couple games, but I want to watch more because it just seems like there's people that are way higher on him than I am right
0: now. So and I'm one of those people. Like if yes. I so my rankings right now, I would go Addison one, Smith and Jigba two, Butte three. Um Flowers four, and then Quentin Johnson five, and then I would probably stick uh, Josh Downs right there on the outside at six. Wow, interesting, man. Interesting. Yeah, but I have no I, idea what I thought I'm do. I, <laughs> I thought you were a big At Perry fan. Now I liked At Perry, but he'd probably be a little bit after Downs. I think. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to figure out how uh, you know who. I, I I told you this. I texted you this. I I had a little bit more trouble differentiating differentiating and se- finding separation between. The receivers than i did for running back I, I don't know how i would have thought it would have been the opposite i had an yeah. easier time developing opinions on the quarterbacks which i guess because <sighs> there are the, the balls in their hand every time and i, I think yeah. i'm definitely going to have no problem with with tight ends and offensive linemen because they're doing something every single play right joe i'm looking at the
1: database right now on, yeah on rising and draft and do you know who the youngest receiver is that we have in the database right now no who Keeshawn Boutte is the 19, youngest. um, born 517, 2002. So yes, he would be 19, 19 right now. Right? Yeah. So who else is a 2002 kid? Jackson Smith and Jigba. Josh is is pretty young. I don't think we had a, I don't think we had a, yeah. Oh wait, no, he's 2001 Josh hmm. Downs. So he's, he's relatively in the same ballpark, but the 2002s are Boutte, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Marvin Mims is 2002. Uh, jordan addison is 2002 parker washington which alex liked the other day was is 2002 that's the youngest guys we have in the database right now
0: there you go fun fun facts for everybody folks so that's good note to wrap us up on at joe de at rise and draft at nfl prospects pod hit subscribe wherever you're tuning in enjoy the rest of your weekend